1: Hello, and welcome to the 27th episode of the PodUp Podcast. I am Matthew Pot PodUp is focused on talking to podcasters, potential podcasters, and the folks who create services to support the podcasting community. This week, I am thrilled to be chatting with B.J. Smith. He's an e-commerce marketing coach, educator, and, of course, a podcaster. You can find him online at bjsmith.co on Twitter, at BJ Strategy, and you can check out his podcast, Social Impact Show and Marketing Group Therapy. BJ and I worked together hosting a podcast for Advertising Week. Actually, it wasn't just a podcast. It was an entire series of podcasts taking place at this live conference. We talk about that experience, why podcasting at an event could make sense for your group or business, and of course, because of BJ's background, what podcasters can do to more effectively market Their podcast. But before we get to the chat with BJ, I want to bring up a story that we saw late last week. In fact, I sort of mentioned it in the interview with BJ because it was coming out the day that we actually chatted. It looks like Pandora is starting to get into the podcasting game as well they announced that they have signed a deal to be the exclusive streaming partner of the world-famous Serial podcast. That's the one they go through a story. Serial's Can- you know, the one that put podcasting on the map. If you don't know what Serial is, I'm surprised you found your way to pot up in the first place. Uh, just to be clear, Serial will still be available in all the usual places, iTunes, SoundCloud, you know, wherever you would normally listen to Serial On Demand, but they're also streaming it exclusively on Pandora. So this is a big thing. It sounds like Pandora is trying to fall in the way of Spotify and they want to get involved on the podcasting world because it's obviously an ever-growing thing. And so it's just interesting that, you know, more and more entities want to make sure that they're including the spoken word in their audio available, you know, in, in the audio that they make available. Uh, this comes on the heels of Google announcing that they are going to be bringing podcasts to the Google Play Store. And if you haven't already, please make sure you do go ahead and submit your RSS feed to google so that you can be listed when that starts happening so big news there and again bj and i will talk about a little bit during the interview as well so let's uh let's get right to it here we are with bj smith enjoy another new friend to the pot Up podcast joining us this week no, they are not from MapCon. I know we've had a whole string of those folks, but this is someone completely brand new and different. His name is BJ Smith. He is an e-commerce marketing coach, educator, and host of both the Social Impact Show and Marketing Group Therapy Podcast. You can learn more about him at bjsmith.co or by following me on Twitter at BJSmithStrategies. And now, the reason why I got to know BJ was, about 2 months ago I'm um, following in my Facebook groups and as we've told you before here on PodUp join as many podcasting Facebook groups as are appropriate to you I see this posting for looking for a podcast producer for New York City for a conference and I, my timing was must have been excellent cuz I see it I jump on right away I was like I'm near New York City I'm a podcast producer I'd love to do that and BJ and I connect and sure enough I got to work with him and we did podcasting for advertising week and we had a ton of fun and we you know got to spend a lot of time in a very close quarters <laughs> and got to know each other really really well and so I'm really glad to have met BJ and really happy to have him here on pot up. BJ, great to chat with you again. <laughs> hey it's good to chat with you too buddy. So uh, let's let's first start by talking about advertising week. So we're sitting in this tiny tiny booth and we are just interviewing everybody from the conference. As a marketer, what did you see was the real value in this proposition for Advertising Week?
2: Well, you know, it was it was interesting because Advertising Week was, you know, obviously able to use these interviews as a way to engage with the 95,000 people who were there at Advertising Week, plus people who were not able to make it to Advertising Week. But really, I think from the the marketing standpoint, it was a really good tool for them to use for their sponsors and their partners and to put on a show as big as advertising week in the, in the time center in new york and you know in times square area you know it had to cost a fortune the keynote speakers that they had were were pretty high end the entertainment and uh, so they wanted to please their sponsors as much as they could and many of these sponsors or partners were people who were leading the panel groups. They were leading the discussions. And uh, those were most of the people that we interviewed. So um, it was the speakers that gave them, gave previews uh, of their, their spots that they did, their sessions. Um, it also recapped some sessions, but at the same time, it allowed them to talk a little bit, a little bit about their own business and the things that they're doing. And their are helped to kind of shine a light on what they're doing and their know-how. So to me, in my mind, the way Advertising Week used it was a really good way to um, give addi- additional value to those partners.
1: Now, obviously, Advertising Week is a media-centric event. Um, do you think this is something that could work for other events? Does it have to be something related to the media?
2: No, no, definitely not. Because you know, one of the things about it is uh, I think it actually brings a higher level to have this nice little booth, that you, and you said that we were pretty much tied in there, but we also <laughs> had we, I mean, you know, you and I were, well, we were friendlier than I think. Uh, you know, our wives got to be with us uh, for a while, um, but you know, we had this cool backdrop behind us, and it had the Adweek logo, but it also had uh, the sponsor who was uh, iHeartMedia, and we had these mic flags with iHeartMedia, and you could actually see the people who were uh, going back and forth. And it was it was very surreal to me because they were like pulling out their phones, they were taking pictures of us, and they're like, "Hey, can we get a selfie with you?" And um, <laughs> it was you know a very interesting uh, feeling, but you know what that does for any type of organization is it you know, adds another level of. I don't want to say elegance to it, but, you know, the fact that you've got a live radio show um, podcast going on during the event um, and bringing in people and talking about all the different trends. Um, what is the buzz that's going on in the at the event? You know, because no matter what industry you're in, there's always something new happening. There's always something that everybody's talking about. And uh, it's, it was just a really great way to kind of bring all those people together and, and have a discussion around it. And, you know, it fits no matter what type of um, industry that you're in. I think, I think the other thing that was
1: really cool was, you know, the, the line to get into the event would sometimes stretch well <laughs> past our booth. But you could, Oh yeah. Around the corner outside. Oh, right. But you would, you could hear the people in line from where we were sitting being like, Oh, I wonder what those guys are doing. And like, it feeds into that thing that everybody wants to talk into a microphone. You know, like there's just, there's something about a microphone that people are just like, Ooh, I want to do
2: that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, and it was atmosphere, you know, it was really interesting to add that, uh, level of atmosphere, you know, um, you and I've talked about this a little bit before, but I'm doing other shows as well and I'm adding, uh, additional features to it. So you know, in addition to what they get with the people who are there at the show right then and there, um, I'm doing some pre-show interviews. So that's going to allow people to learn more learn more about the show kind of get excited about the show so the people who are going to be at the show will be all pumped up and ready for the ready to go um get some ideas on how to best navigate all the sessions and um and hopefully anybody who's on the fence about whether or not to go to the the event you know hopefully this is just going to kind of push them over like yeah this is really something that I want to do and i imagine
1: you know year 2 It's even better because now you have all the material that you recorded a year one. You know, as you're announcing the second year, you can be like, "Well, check out all this great information that came out of year one." Boom, you could play, you know, and make some of those podcasts available in your marketing material and say, like, "Well, if you missed the conference last year, here's some of the stuff you missed. You're not going to want to miss it this year."
2: Yeah, you know, one of the interesting things that um, I've found is that Advertising Week is still continuing to drip out the content from you know, we did what 59 interviews in a period of four days. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we did all these interviews and, um, they are still dripping out the content. So this is even, you know, after the fact, and with some of these shows that have concurrent sessions, you can't go to every, you can't go to every session and, you know, you want to be able to kind of get a taste of what you missed out on. Um, and, and so you're not feeling like you're still in the dark and I think that's a really interesting way to um, kind of reach back out to people and you know it's such an intimate medium and and really bring people in closer to the speakers and uh, different folks who are at these events to really get to know them and I don't know. I, just, I I love it. I think it's a really, really great idea.
1: Well, and so we, you know, we had some downtime and we talked about what we were doing there and how this could be expanded. So, if somebody is thinking about this, please, and you're, you want to hear more questions about it, maybe you run an event or, uh, you know, you're involved in an event that you think this would be cool. Feel free to reach out to either one of us. Um, we can answer some questions about our experience there. Uh, maybe even help you, uh, with the production at yours. So again, he's bj smith you can find him at bjsmith.co or on twitter at bj and if you don't know who i am by now well you'll you'll, you'll <laughs> get into the outro so let's let's turn back a little bit now most people when they come on pod up we talk about more their podcasting now you do two different podcasts um but you're really you're you're a marketing person like that's really your background so how yeah. did all that lead you to creating digital audio
2: Oh wow, uh, is a uh, long and winding road. I will try to make it as abridged as possible, okay. but uh, you know, going back about three ish years ago, um, the company I was with, you know, I was ready to you know make the next step. And what is that next step? You know, um, to really kind of run their e-commerce marketing platform and build it up with a nice team. And you know, in their defense, they're a Smaller company, they've always been a small company. And uh they weren't ready to take that 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 step. So it was, you know, in my head, okay, well, I need to um, move on. You know, it's you know, I'm done here. I'm I've taken this as far as I can go with the resources that I have here. So it's time to, you know, take a next step up. And uh, I said, well, you know, if I'm gonna I need to I need to beef up on my marketing skills and make sure that I'm up to date with everything that's going on. So I started changing my podcast listening habits from the running podcast that I, that I typically listen to, to more marketing related podcasts. And then I listened to this lady named Amy Porterfield and she was talking about Facebook and all this, all this great stuff. And one day she said, well, this episode is about my business. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Why? (laughs) You know, I I don't want to hear about your business, but I really did. And that kind of like had light bulbs going off. She was describing her business and, and what went behind her business I was like, you know, this is what I want. I think this is the path that I'm supposed to take. Um, And podcasting, I guess, is going to have to be a part of it. So I jumped into, you know, eventually um, in early 2014, uh, went out on my own, started my own marketing consultancy, and made a podcast to go along with it. And little did I know, um, I really fell in love with the podcasting from there. And uh, the people that I met – I went into it thinking it was going to be one thing and it can turn into something completely different. It's been amazing.
1: So what is it about the podcasting that you think is just so amazing that you've you've fallen in love with?
2: Yeah, honestly it's the networking. It's being able to talk to somebody new each week and making that connection because uh, you know, in the part of Eastern North Carolina that I'm in, you know, there's not a lot of e-commerce companies. There's a lot um, of
1: delicious pulled pork, though. Yeah, there is, <laughs> we call it
2: barbecue here. Uh, yeah, um, so lots, lots of pork, um, lots of uh, cotton fields and tobacco and things like that. But uh, there weren't the people that I could really bond with, you know. Um, and you know there are people that I had friends with on Facebook and on Twitter and, and you know, all these other places, but to be able to sit down and talk to peers every week and then say, Hey, can you introduce me to somebody else who you think would be a great fit for the show? And they introduced me to some, uh, you know, another great person. And it turned into like one great person after an- another. And I built an amazing network in a very short period of time. Uh, and that's not at all what I'd planned to do with podcasting, but you know, it happened and it's been wonderful.
1: We we're talking with BJ Smith, e-commerce marketing coach, educator, host of Social Impact Show and the Marketing Group Therapy Podcast. So BJ, we always like to really zone in on what's going on in podcasting right now and some of the new things that are taking place and what podcasters should get excited about. Um, one of the big things that came out was the fact that Google, the Google Play Store is going to start making podcasting available uh, in their service, sort of you know create an iTunes-like podcasting environment for Android users. But what are some of the, and I, that's a huge hurdle that I think a lot of us have wanted to see podcasting overcome. Oh, Um, definitely. But but what are some of the other big hurdles, whether that be in technology, in marketing, in uh, recording, like what are some of the things that you'd love to see improved to make your life as a podcaster better slash (laughs) easier?
2: Oh boy. Where to begin? Uh, Right. (laughs) You know, there, there's a lot. And Speaking of the Google Play uh, stuff, I have actually already submitted both of my podcasts. So they are sitting yes. there waiting. I uh, check it every day to see if they're launching it yet. Um, they've been approved though, yours? Yeah, yeah, they've been approved. Okay, cool. They're cool. sitting there ready to go. And it was it was super simple. Uh, I think it was easier to um, upload to Google than it was iTunes. Um, I, had
1: maybe- some, I had some issues, but I did it literally the first day. And so I think – even Google was figuring out um, like the fee- I used blueberry for a lot of my feeds. And so when I put yeah. that in, they're like, yeah, we can't really read this one. Okay. Let me try this one. Well, this is weird too. And this one, nah, that's not going to work either. So <laughs> a know, day later of, it was all fixed. But
2: <laughs> One of the things that I've learned about blueberry and I, I'm taking you a little bit off, but one of the things I learned about blueberry, cause I use, um, um, Podpre- power, what was power it PowerPress? Uh, pa- power press? Yes. Yeah. Power press for both of those shows. Um, and to use the excerpt in the description, and by using the excerpt, it doesn't put all the HTML because a lot of times in the feeds, if you don't have it set up to only use the excerpt, it's going to grab all the HTML from from your uh, your show notes. So if you're putting pictures in there, if you're putting um, I don't know different links and all that kind of stuff, that the um, podcasters don't like that very much. So. Mm. Using only the excerpt actually kind of cleans up the feed, um, makes it a lot smaller, easier to download, and all that stuff. And ever since I started doing that, I don't get errors on anything. Um, So when I put put those shows in play, I already had my feed straightened out and it took them fairly easily. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay, so hurdles. Um, You know, I think one of the hurdles is going to be the quality of the shows really have to be stepped up. Um, We're seeing some really amazing things happen. Um I'm sorry, I had to pause there. I just uh, got a real high pitch home. I didn't know if you could hear that or not.
1: I did not
2: okay <laughs> it could just be my hearing is going okay. um uh, so yeah, the high quality shows you know we're seeing like you know serial obviously was the one that kind of caught a lot of people's attention. the stuff that Gimlet's doing um with startup and reply all and you know i I think you're going to see a lot more heavily produced shows because you know even though podcasting is still growing in a lot of people's minds you know they're really it's really starting to become a thing um it's so easy to get into You're you're starting to see a flood of new people come in who just really don't get it. They think they can plug in a mic and just have a show. Or worse uh, talking to their laptop, you know, on the uh, speaker. Yeah. microphone, <laughs> exactly. Uh, or their phone or something like that. You know, uh, you know, I love, I love the boss jock app, but, uh, you know, you can't just, uh, plug that thing into your iPad and hit record and expect to have a good quality show out of it. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's one hurdle. I think the other hurdle, um, and I'm starting to see technologies that are that are helping this, but is having um, multiple, as in more than two people uh, recording at the same time. Um, one of the things that I started with the social impact show is that, you know, when I, I met with my co-host, I was like, you know what, we're in different places. I'm in North Carolina. He's in Georgia. We're going to have guests. Um what are we gonna to do to be able to make sure that we have good quality audio? and for the first several shows it was not there. Um, and so I'm trying I'm testing out different technologies. most of these are, are still in beta that will allow us to record three different tracks you know a track for my computer, a track for his computer, and a track for um, the guest without making it difficult for either my co-host or my guest, especially for my guest you know because we don't want them to have to jump through tons and tons of hurdles. Uh, or loops to um, to be able to record the podcast. You know, we want to make it as easy for the guest as possible. So yeah, that's the other thing they need to get some of these technologies kind of squared away, um, and that's going to make life easier for me.
1: Well, now another thing I want to ask you about specifically because marketing is in your background and it's obviously a very important part of podcasting. You know, I imagine with Google Play adding podcasts that that's going to help. Uh, in terms of the Google ability of podcasts in general, you know, the same way your Google plus profile helps you and your pages and your stores and things like that. Um, but in general, you know, what are some of the things that you think podcasters need to be doing better to get their show out there to get more downloads, get more listeners, just, you know, attract more people to digital audio over some other forms of, uh,
2: streaming media. You know, that's uh, – <laughs> as far as marketing goes, um, I think you need to be constantly reaching out to people. Uh, if you see me on Twitter, I'm always trying to go around and talk to new people. And hopefully they'll come back and they'll look at my profile. And what I have is I always have my latest podcast, or one of my latest podcasts pinned at the top of my profile. Um, if you were to look at my profile right now, um, I think – so I've got uh, one from the social impact show and it's got about 20 retweets and now their hearts or likes instead of favorites. So oh, I know. Uh, so I've got like twenty-five favorites on that. And you know, that's a way that as as people are as I'm interacting with people, and I think they may be interested in the type of content that I have, they're looking at my profile and they're saying, Oh, look, here's this thing I can go listen to. Um you know that's one of the ways to do it. Uh, obviously, you can pay to advertise. Um, I, you know, I think uh, word of mouth is going to be kind of a big deal for us. You know, it's um, make it as easy for people to subscribe to your show as possible. You know, uh, right now for Android, there's that uh, subscribe on Android link that you can you can have for people. You know, have that subscribe on Android link. Have the subscribe on iTunes link, and if you have the time, um, create a page that shows them how to do it. You know. That's a really good point and something that I've
1: heard a lot of folks say that not only do you want to have maybe some sort of instructional video or just a list of instructions on how to subscribe, but also uh, show people how to rate and review your podcast, especially on iTunes, which it's once you've done it, you're like, oh, yeah, it's really easy. But anytime I've asked somebody to do it, they're like, I don't see the thing like it's right there in front of you. It's but I don't see it. It's the purple like it's right there, but it's it's designed in such a way that people don't see when they're first looking.
2: Yeah, well, and it's really janky, too, because if, you've got, uh, if you're have got if you on a desktop, I can give you the link to my iTunes account, uh, my, my podcast on iTunes, and what that's going to do is take you to the iTunes desktop version of it. It's not going to actually open the iTunes application. It's going to take you to the website, right? And then you have to click the view in iTunes, so it'll open up your iTunes account, and then you have to click on the ratings and reviews, and then you have to click on add a review or write a review or something like that, so there are these... These steps that aren't very intuitive. Um, I'm interested to see how Google does it. It's been a while since I've had an Android phone, so I, I can't remember how easy it is to uh, write ratings and reviews there. Um, if you're on your phone, it's a little bit easier. I can give you the I can give you the address. You type it in on your phone. It's going to open the podcast app right. for you. Goes right but, to uh, it. yeah, yeah. But uh, if you're on a desktop, it's a it's a completely different animal.
1: Well, and I wonder too if you've already created that video, if uh, you shouldn't just license that out and let people post that and say like need to know how to subscribe or rate and review my podcast. BJ has the instructions for you.
2: Well, yeah. Just make sure, insert my <laughs>
1: podcast here.
2: <laughs> yeah. We'll do this. I mean, there's an interesting video that Ira glass made. So if you guys know Ira glass from this American life, he's also the, uh, uh, producer, creator of Serial. Um, and the person you wanted to see
1: most at advertising week. Yeah. Well, him and I, him <laughs> and uh, Guy
2: Raz. <laughs> uh, yeah. I stalked them a little bit. um, Yeah, um, Ira Glass has a great video. He's got this lady who says she's on the dark side of 85 who's sitting there and she talks about how much she loves podcasts and and, uh, she... Basically says this is how you subscribe to a podcast. And they it's a it's a promo for serial right before serial, serial came out. Um but it's still it's really easy to find on on YouTube. So if you want to show somebody how to do it, just look up that video.
1: I'm glad you brought up serial because that was another bit of news that came up uh during the week was that Serial, well, it's still gonna be available in the usual places for download, but Serial is now teaming up with Pandora for exclusive streaming.
0: Oh, cool! Uh, I haven't heard that one.
1: Oh, okay. So I'm um, glad. See, here on Pot Up, even our guests get into <laughs> the podcasting world. Um, well, so now that, you know hearing that very very fresh. What is you know what's your first reaction to just the fact that Pandora wants to have that kind of relationship with a podcaster?
2: Yeah, I you know I'm, I think what Pandora is doing. Obviously, they're doing that and uh, to to answer some of the competition. Um you know, I think it's going to be an interesting way. When and I think you're real. I think we're going to see a bigger effect with Google Play. And I could be wrong, but um, I think when people who are used to traditional music platforms like Pandora, like Spotify, like Google Music, um, I, I think when they start seeing this podcast option on there, it's going to pique some curiosity. Um, and I think we'll we'll start seeing a few more people show up. But if it's you know if Serial is the only thing that they're showing on there, uh, or they're they're broadcasting. Um, I think it's a good one to start with. Uh, but, you know, I'd like to see a little more variety.
1: Okay, That's very, very fair. And I couldn't agree with you more. So the question, you know, I, I sort of asked you before, what are the things that you want to see improved in the podcasting ecosphere for all of us? You, you sort of, uh, you know, we answered that already. The other big question I always like to talk to folks about is what are your favorite podcasts? What are the shows that, you know, you wait all week for their latest episode to drop, and you're not going to do anything else until you've heard their latest podcast.
2: So, you know, I mentioned Amy earlier, and uh, as much as I love marketing podcasts, um, I've really kind of drifted more towards the entertainment podcast and, you know, mostly thanks to Serial, the docudramas and things like that. Um, the The thing that I look forward to the most is the uh, TED Radio Hour with Guy Raz. Okay. Um, followed very closely by This American Life, um, and one that I've been listening to lately is uh, up in New York Radio Lab. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm kind of a geek, so the scientific stuff that comes out of Radio Lab is really interesting to me. Um, they were doing one today talking about oh God if I if I if I say this it's like going to be sounding so boring, but you know they talked about penicillin and <laughs> and um, staff infections and things like that. But it sounds really dull, but the way they present it is uh, like so entertaining and interesting. And um, I guess probably the last one I want to listen to that's really kind of piqued my interest on the heels of Serial is a a show called Undisclosed. Uh, If you haven't heard of that, um, it's uh, Rabia Chaudhry. So if you've listened to uh, serial, then you heard the name Rabia mentioned by Sarah Koenig over and over and over again. She's the lawyer of um, – she, she's the she, sister she of a friend, lawyer? Yeah, she, Yeah. friend of uh, someone in the family, but she's the one who basically got Sarah Koenig on the story. Right. And so she started a show with um, a couple other legal experts, and they're really diving into – A lot of the legal details that Sarah Koenig, uh, as good as she is at storytelling, she just did not know how to describe these things. And some of the things that uh, they talked about, like the cell phone tower pings that when you listen to Syria, like, oh, crap, well, maybe he did do it. You know, they talk (laughs) about it on on Undisclosed. You're like, oh, well, yeah, this is like totally bogus information, you know. So it's a it's really cool, a really cool podcast. I've enjoyed it.
1: Awesome. And, you know, going back to the, the radio lab, the piece about penicillin, what I love about that is it's, it's like you said, it, it on the surface, who wants to hear about penicillin? molds? <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's amazing. Like it gives you information about stuff you never would have thought about, or you never would hear anywhere else. And it's sort of like, it's a lot of, you know, did you know kind of things? Like somebody talks about penicillin and you're like, you know, I just heard the penicillin, blah, 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 blah. And it's, it's that kind of information that I find fascinating too. So maybe I have to, I have to work radio lab maybe a little bit uh, harder into my rotation now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think so. And you know, one thing that's uh, really stands out to certain podcasts for me that I've noticed lately is that if it really piques my interest to go looking deeper then you know, I know I've got a podcast that I really, I was listening to radio lab, I think it was last week and they were talking about this, I don't know, random things that people keep like keepsake things that they, you know, mean nothing to anybody else so this guy had this yellow sugar egg that he got at a birthday party when he was eight years old and they you know you and you really have to hear the story to understand the importance of it but by the end of the show i'm sitting there you know going to radio lab's website on my phone trying to i gotta see what this thing looks like you know yeah um but yeah, making me dig deeper is, is yeah, a really good sign of a, of a good quality podcast. Well, and the
1: other thing that I, I'm liking more and more other than, you know, I think podcasts right now are very heavily focused on informational and or uh, instead of just calling them entertainment, let's call them comedic. You know, there's a lot of Chris Hardwick's, Mark Maron's, yeah. uh, you know, there's a lot of people who are trying to do something funny. There's a lot of people who are trying to educate. Uh, the one thing that I'm getting interested in are fiction, And, um, uh, there's a new one out there. I just started listening. It's, I think they're up to their fourth episode, Limetown. And these folks are basically doing a radio drama, but they are inventing the entire story. And it's, it's compelling. It's great. It's, you know, it's like watching a breaking bad where you're like, I have to hear what happens next. (laughs) Yeah. They're just doing a great job of, of, you know, building the drama. So I, I'd like to see more of that coming around, but yeah, uh,
2: if you like that, then you might enjoy the message. The message. A, okay. Yeah, it's a very new podcast. And if you listen to it and you didn't realize that it was a drama, at first you'd be like, holy crap. <laughs> because it's about this um again, it's a drama, and uh this uh girl who is starting her own podcast and she like you know calls up her heroes um who have this uh decryption agency and uh, they're like hey um, if you want to do a podcast with us you need to come by right now we've got a meeting and we, we want you to record it and it's about this um, this guy from the CIA or whatever this general he, sa- he says look we're going to have this company decipher this message that we got 70 years ago and it's uh, we're pretty sure it's from you know intelligent life in outer space that sort of thing you know it's all Anyway, I can get into a little bit deeper, but you listen to it, you're like, oh man, this is really cool. You know, it's it's really, it feels like you're actually part of it listening to, um, a podcast of something that's actually happening versus you know we're just telling a story. You know,
1: well, if you do want to hear another podcast about what is happening, or maybe two podcasts about what is happening, or you're thinking about maybe a podcast booth or set up at some sort of event that you are holding or heading to, then you are going to want to check out and chat with BJ Smith. He's an e-commerce marketing coach. He's an educator. He hosts social impact show. He's on marketing group therapy podcast, and you can get to him at BJSmith.co. BJ, it was an honor and a pleasure working with you. Great to meet you. Great to have a new friend and a pleasure having you here on the pod up podcast.
2: Matthew, I appreciate it, man. It's been a lot of fun.
1: Great insight, great tips, and just a super nice guy, BJ Smith. Really, really enjoyed working with him. Uh, look forward to actually you know, working together, collaborating on some other projects going forward. Uh, he has a just a head full of great ideas for podcasters in the podcasting world. So I think you're going to be hearing a lot from BJ Smith in the coming weeks, months, and of course, years. And BJ will always be welcome back here on the pot of podcast. Again, make sure you check him out at BJ Smith strategy on Twitter. BJsmith.co is his website and you can find all of his other things there, but his two podcasts that so you're going to want to check out the social impact show and marketing group therapy. Now, as a quick reminder before we sign off here, we have two, that's right now, two podcasts we need you to also check out if you're a fan of Pod Up. One is the brand new podcast, Radiate with Betty Lou. This is the interview series where she gets to talk to the world's most successful people and find out what makes them tick. You're going to really like it. I believe this week's episode is Steve Schwartzman. That is the $13 billion man and the CEO and founder of Blackstone, so clearly this is someone who's been very successful. You'll probably learn a lot from him, so check it out. Radiate with Betty Lou, and of course, still doing the Hillary Barsky show. Now we have backed off the Hillary Barsky show a little bit. We are going just to three days a week: Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You know, it was just it was too much goodness for an entire week, so we don't want to overload you with our excellence and our comedic stylings and, and all that good jazz. So, Hillary Barsky show Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Make sure you're checking that out. And again, radiate with. Betty Liu. And of course, thank you for tuning into the PodUp Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Pod Up Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. Check us out on SoundCloud. Go to PodUpPodcast.com. And if you are thinking about getting into podcasting, you've recently launched a podcast, you provide some service, technology, whatever it is that you think is important to get and to, you know, tell the podcasting community about I'd love to have you on the show to talk about it. Contact me through my Twitter account or go to my production site, mpassyproductions.com. There is a link in the blurb. As always, thank you for listening and pot up, everybody.